is the main satellite. The main satellite. You motherfuckers hear that? The main satellite. So I, so I think I think what I was saying, Jim, um, it doesn't really sound like there's a big issue beyond per se for you, Mark. It's more so how he did things, and you feel like you would have stayed plugged in to the community because money wasn't a concern. I mean, I gotta admit though, man, like is money everything? No, money's not everything. But a thirty million dollar payday is generational, life changing money for most people. 300,000 isn't generational life change of money. And I, and again, again, he was already paid, right? We know Dion was already paid. But how do you know how you know he wasn't trying to build his, his family's legacy with that money? Well, uh, all the preaching that he did about uh this movement, he should mm. talking about talking about it and preaching about it. He should just you know, being Dion, Dion the coach, not Dion the the leader in this movement. And it's, it's funny you should mention mention that word preaching, Mark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why that? Because let's be real, man. Back in the day, Dion never spoke about religion like that, man. <laughs> he did. Are you sure he about did. that? I'm, I'm definitely sure about that. Must be the money. <laughs> That's turning me on. Must be the money. Mm. So, 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 tell me this, then. Let's let's talk about that. That's a very good point. So he used religion mm. to get the backing of the black community while mm. he makes these moves. Mm. So he'll have people like you mm. to say, you know what, Dion is doing it for us. Dion is making a way. You hear that? You hear how he talk? You hear how he's saying the things he's saying? Yep. It sounds familiar. It sounds like Sunday service. I believe him now. I support <laughs> him. I follow him. And y'all fail for that shit. Mm-hmm. Only so, thing he didn't do was pass the plate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so he fell for it because he 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 masked his his deceitful intent in God yep. and religion. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. So so tell me this. Have you seen somebody successfully? rise up the ranks and achieve wealth financially and all that and and not lose who they are. Have you seen somebody, can, can you name somebody that's a good example of somebody who has achieved that type of success, that type of fame, and just never lost sight of who they really are. They never lost sight of who they are. Jerry Rice. So you think Jerry Rice never, <laughs> never, oh, okay, man. <laughs> Emmett Smith. <laughs> Emmett Smith. Emmett Smith never lost sight of who he is. That's what I said. I mean, if you think otherwise, Kawhi speak on it. Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi? Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard, I will admit, Kawhi Leonard is an extreme example. Kawhi Leonard was a millionaire and was still driving the old Suburban. Kawhi Leonard also was getting free burgers and, and living off burgers in Toronto for free from a, from a local restaurant. Now, that's extreme. That makes no sense to me. That's actually pretty uh, – sounds like he's mentally insane, you ask me. Does that sound mentally stable? What do you mean lose who they are? Like, like what do you what do you, I don't I don't what was the description? He said lose who they are and change. What do you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 
I, I just think that type of wealth, man, that type of inc- that type of it, it, it's going to change you in some way. Like, be honest, it's going to make you more of what you already are. But he, already, more- but he was more rich in the NFL than he was as a coach for the high school. But then when he started making these moves, then he started to be Mr. Holy Man, and it's only through God, and I only did this. Oh, he ain't say none of that when he was making them touchdowns, when he was dancing in the end zone. He won't do none of that. Bro, he's always been a spiritual. He's always been a spiritual dude from what I remember. And and not only that, man, like he try he's trying to inspire the next generation. Like, so what would you rather him say? Well, you know, it'd be real with you, you know. I'm doing this. I'm the one scoring the touchdowns. I'm the one coaching these guys to success. What's wrong with him using God? What's wrong with him using God? What's wrong with him saying that, you know, it's through God's help and praying over the boys and getting them motivated that way? It's nothing nothing wrong with that if that was your intent from a good standpoint. He don't talk like a humble man. He's not going to, man. But he's a godly man. Yep, and guess what? Most godly men are taught and conditioned be very humble, very meek, and very mild. It's, it's part of the Beatitudes. It's in the Bible. It's in Proverbs. It says, blessed are the meek that they should inherit the earth. My question and concern to you is, have you seen how the meek is treated? Have you seen how the mild are being how, are treated in our country, in our world we live in? They get shit on, bro. They get, they get overlooked, subjugated, put down, torn down. And then you got somebody that's got money and power and respect. That's a dangerous man, bro. That's a dangerous man. When you got money, power, and respect all together, it's a dangerous man. And the thing is, you can't stop them. That's the thing that people don't understand. So you try, so okay, so you saying being being humble doesn't get you places. I didn't say that. I didn't say that at all. I said getting humble will get you places, but it's at the same time, you get mistreated, you get looked over, you get pushed down, you have to wait your turn. When you're humble, you work a job 20 years and then you get promoted. Do you, you think Barack job? Obama was humble? Absolutely. Initially, yeah. No, no, no. He didn't go places. No, no, no. I'll take that back. No, no. <laughs> if you ask Michelle Obama, she'll tell you he wasn't a humble man. Dude was very arrogant at Harvard. Extremely arrogant at Harvard. Okay, but, but, that, but what did he knew? Okay, so even if that was the case, what did he display as a he way sold, to make it right? He sold y'all and the rest of the world that he was a humble, charismatic, Unify a person that wants to unify the country, holding hands. We are the world. The real Barack Obama. Find out from Michelle. Listen to her interviews. He's a very, very self-assured man. Very confident. Damn near arrogant. Damn near cocky. Has he ever showed it? No, because he sold y'all something. No, no, no. But so has he ever showed it though? Not to not not to America because he he wanted to win something. He wanted to achieve something. Okay. Nah. So you could do it without being a asshole. You can. You can. It's possible, I guess. That's more inspiring. Is it? People yeah. still respect people still respect President Obama? Yeah. You don't? Absolutely. And I, I you don't. I, <laughs> who I, respects I, President? Who do you respect more? Donald Trump Wayne or President Obama? The fact that you call him President Obama. Proves that he has more respect because no, he no, ain't the president no, no more. No, no, that's who I respect. I said, but who do you respect? I call him President Obama. But who do you respect more, though? 
I'm waiting to hear who you respect more. Who do you respect more? I'm waiting. I mean, the, these Jedi mind tricks <laughs> you're trying to use to deflect the conversation is irrelevant. No, no, I'm leaving somewhere. President somewhere. Obama, I respect more. I'm going somewhere with this. All right. Okay. Well, I just want to interject and say <laughs> I I disagree with your uh, um what you said about um <clears throat> President Obama being uh, selfish and and arrogant. Um, well, you actually said he's damn near arrogant. Um, and being yes, he he's self assured and confident. Um, but selfish. Um, that's a fine line. Um, that's a fine line. I I, I read. Yeah, you got to be a little bit selfish if if, if you know like uh, you're. Um, in the Senate, he was in the Senate, um, had to travel back and forth, um, leave his family and all that other kind of stuff, um, uh, for, you know, several nights at times, um, and running for president, taking them through all that other kind of stuff. But he wasn't an asshole. He wasn't a, a, a asshole, you know, like Wayne said, like, that's not what he portrayed and it's not what what he is we didn't get sold into doing that because even in his selfish moments if you, you know he was doing it to not not just for himself not because he was on a a, a power trip or because he wanted more money it was because he wanted to see a better america for his kids and his, the rest of his family. You sound like you're on his campaign, man. That's, that's, pretty, <laughs> that's pretty. That's pretty. That's pretty powerful, man. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean I agree with you. I agree with you. He wasn't. He wasn't doing it. I can't say he was doing it from selfish ambition. He doesn't seem even seem like the type of person to do that. But you got, like you said, you got to have a sense of self-assured, you know, confidence, and and I think there's a fine line between confidence and cocky. You think you think it's pretty obvious that Dion is cocky, right? Mm-hmm. Do you have a problem with that? I do. What would you prefer him act like? Uh, more professional, more of a leader instead of it's about him. All the press conference, all the news, all the cameras always on him. Always what he got to say. Okay. If it's not him, it's his son. You said 86 players. Can't nobody name five of them. <laughs> I mean, come on. It's about him. And so, then on the other thing, you talking about that that pay increase and all that. You had like he the first coach to ever win SWAT. He wasn't. He wasn't. So uh, other coaches have always had opportunities, whether it's SWAT, whether it's MIAC, whether it's CIAA. They've always had opportunities to go other places. They didn't know because they were there for different reasons. That's why the coach said, you ain't swag. I guarantee every coach that's in the swag has more 
longevity than Dion. Does that make it a good thing or a bad thing? It makes it an awesome thing because that means they're there for the right reasons. How do you know that they just weren't offered the opportunities? Because last year's winner didn't bail. The, the year prior to that didn't bail. Does that so let me let me tell you this. If if they don't respect SWAC or they don't if big D one major mid-major high major schools don't respect HBCUs or they don't respect SWAC or whatever, they don't respect that at all or have very little respect for it, why would they care anyway? Why would they even acknowledge that? Okay, who yeah, said want, they don't? You won SWAC last year, that's cool. What does that mean? Who you're says taking, they don't? You're not coming to my school and, and, and lead my program. Good for you guys. They call it the chilling circuit, man. Who who says that? Who says that? What do you mean? The critics say that. What critics? Sports critics. I ain't never read, ain't read a, I've never read a news article saying that that A&T was part of the chitlin circuit. Who say that? Listen, man, listen, Google it. Google <laughs> it, man. Google it. They they look at our program, they look at our programs as secondary or not as good as. Nah, that's, that's self hate. That's no, no, not, no, 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 not sell hate from me. Yeah, it is, brother. What? Yeah, it is, brother. Explain me how. Explain me how. Explain. Go ahead, go ahead. You, you, you just talking. Go ahead. Because everything you, every time you mention something like that, you say, they think we're inferior. They don't think we're good enough. They think we're the chicken circuit. And I'm like, who is they? I've never read an article that said that. I've never seen that on a sports uh, podcast. What I'm trying to explain to you is that's why there's the FC. That's why there's the FCS and the FBS. If if that's the case, put us all in the same category. Put all let 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 um let A and T play against Alabama. Let A and T play against Clemson. Put them all in the same category. See, this is the 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 issue that I that I that I have. Like these things that you read and heard about. It being part of the chit chitlin circuit and 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 these schools being inferior when placed up against a school like Alabama you just mentioned or, or the other school or whatever like Dion's gone now. Where does that leave JCU and all these other these other HBCUs like now? Like I thought this was a movement. It should have been a movement. And, and to be perfectly honest with you, it should have been a movement. I got, I'll give you one example. And if you care to hear, I got one example. I got a kid I know personally. He went to an HBCU. I won't even name the school. He went to the school. He's a five-star wide receiver in the state of North Carolina. That's all I'm going to say. He went to the school. When he got to the school, this is an HBCU. They didn't even know he was there. They didn't know he was coming. I said, oh, oh, you you here for a school visit? Oh, okay. They took him around, showed him whatever, finally you know, in, you know, introduced him to wherever they were going to the people he needed to see. The same day they drove to UNC, Chapel Hill, there was a van outside. There were kids with signs with his name on it. This is a high school kid. Kids with signs with a name on it. We want you here. We want you here. We have to do better and put out a better product. But wait, 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 wait. He fucked himself up on that. You just said they didn't know he was coming. So no, I don't know. The other school did know he was coming. No, 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 no. It was already coordinated and set up. The people, when he got there, the AD and all the rest, there was a miscommunication. They, the people he originally saw initially, wasn't even aware that he was supposed to be on a on a school tour. Okay, so he didn't get the the banners and all that. That that 
that don't make sense, man. They didn't know he was coming. <laughs> so but you're saying the school that did know he was coming gave him a, a warmer greeting. What I'm saying is, you're talking about a you're talking about Chapel Hill. This is Chapel Hill. And they chose to go above and beyond to recruit at a high level. And a school in your own backyard is not even giving you like, come on, man. Like we just gotta put out a better product. If you want people to, to patronize after our schools, we have to do better. We have to put out a better product. So how 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 we how we gonna do that? How are they gonna do that? Like whenever they are still getting all the best players, still getting, you know, uh hot shot Dion and they're getting all the publicity and, and all this stuff. Like how they gonna put out better product when they got less resources to 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 do so. I I understand that. I agree. I mean can we can we can we at least admit that there is a problem there that there's there's things need to be changed so that they can what, what needs talent. to be changed though what needs to be changed when mm -hmm. student our recruiting process you got top talent in your backyard and, and they haven't even reached out to them mm -hmm. hadn't even reached out to them like they don't recruit within this this area they don't reach out what I'm saying is we need to change the perception of HBCUs and, and all these other universities. Put put Howard. I thought, I thought that's what Dion was supposed to do. That's what he was trying to do. He was met with adversity. The facility, there was so many things in the facility wasn't even working, man. They had to rebuild stuff. He had to put money out of his own pocket to build up the program, to yeah. build up the food. That's what it, that's what it, that's what it's gonna take. So basically what so, what saying, so what you're saying is he should have stayed, he should have stayed committed to that, really. He said he acted like he was gonna do it. The other coaches did. Yeah, like I mean, I think I think he just bad. got tired. I think he got tired, honestly. Tired after one season and winning, he got to work harder at Colorado. He yeah. took them boys. And whitewash their ass at Colorado State. That's what he did. So he took took them this year. You know, some players, a lot of uh, black players. And then, like, if he's there next year, you're gonna take even more that could have been dispersed in other places at, at black schools or something. Ain't nothing wrong with that, but don't act like you in it for that reason like 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 you were like you were in it for that reason whenever you know you won't in it for that reason so let me ask you this terrence in your honest opinion if Dion gets an offer to coach for the nfl next season you think he's gonna take it absolutely that's what i'm saying well, no, I take that back. His son. No, no. His, no, no, I gotta think. No, no, I gotta think about, <laughs> no, 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 no. I gotta think about what, what year his son is first. If his son is getting ready to declare for the NBA NFL draft, then I would say if his son's getting ready to go pro, then I would say absolutely he is. But if his son still has one more year in college, like that's the other thing too, man. Like, I don't know if that matters to y'all. But think about the the think about the moment the, the memories of being able to coach your son at that level. Imagine what that must be like that to be able to experience that with your kid at that level. Like, oh, by the way, let me clarify some stats. They did go – they didn't lose at SWAC. I mean, at uh, JSU. So they went 12-0, and 
and they went eight and zero in swag, and they won back to back consecutive championships. So they were undefeated the whole time they were there. But go ahead, go to another, go to another HBCU, go to a bigger HBCU. Okay, uh, what do you want to see? Like, uh, what do you want to see? Just the stats? No, he's talking about Dion. Oh, Dion only co- he only coached at JSU. That's the only one. I'm just saying, like, like go if if. If he wanted, like, like if if you are a part of this movement, go to another HBCU and do the same thing. Try to do the same thing that you're doing at Colorado. Yeah, I agree with that. That can happen. I can agree with that. He could have went to Memphis State. He could have went. Well, that's what Penny Hardaway did. I totally agree. Penny Hardaway did that. Yeah. I mean. So it's definitely possible. But he's painting it. He he's rallying the support of the black community by painting this picture that he's doing it for the black community, and he's doing it in a way that is appealing to the black community by using religion, his religious beliefs, to spearhead this movement. Mm-hmm. That's what I got an issue with. It's just it's it's just it's just kind of like, come on, man, what the fuck. Yeah, well, I don't think a lot of people, honestly, man. Well, again, let me correct myself. Penny went to Memphis, so he's not at Memphis State. But the point is, Penny took his talents to Memphis, and he's bringing talent in, trying to build the program up. But back to what you're saying, I don't know if a lot of people are concerned with the spi- the spiritual element that Dion brings. I don't hear people yeah. talking about. It. I don't know. I don't know anybody that even cares about that. <laughs> I don't know any, who who talks about Dion being a spiritual leader. He talk about it. Yeah, but that's just that's just part on of his it. Instagram right now. One of the, the his last posts got something about God in it, probably. Well, what's wrong with that? Ain't nothing wrong with it, unless you're using it for the wrong reasons. That's the same thing as a preacher using influence to create a mega church. So what? If, so what if right now people are being led to Christ and giving their life and and learning more about Christianity and becoming believers because of Dion? <laughs> How is that a bad thing? That's that. I wouldn't consider that a bad thing, but do I think that's what's going on? No, I don't think he's trying to convert sinners to saints. I think he's trying to capitalize off saints' beliefs by saying, "Hey, I need your support too." Amen. We're on the same page. Amen. <laughs> I think he's got more. All right, so I think he's got more guys in the locker room praying, and more guys in the locker room with their head down, bowed down, praying than ever before. A lot more guys being because the camera. So you think it's all for the camera? Shit, yeah. So you don't pray without the camera around. I didn't say that. (laughs) (laughs) He 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 makes sure he do it when that camera on. So he says, so he gets ready to pray. You're like, yo, make sure that camera's on. They get my angle. Yep. They know the drill. But where? I think. I think go go ahead. ahead. But where, where is the HBCU in all of this, though? Like, where does that leave? Where, where does that leave HBCU athletics? Like, nobody ain't really focused on it no more. Nope. I mean, it's all about these ranked teams and it's all about Colorado right now. Like 
Ain't nobody talking about no HBCU uh, ball, just like prior to Dion's arrival to Jackson State. It's back to the same old um, pattern. I mean, I agree. I agree. I mean, I just this is what we got to change, right? This is what has to change. Player kids who play ball in college all have dreams of most of them. Most of them have dreams of playing at the next level, which is professionally. So, so, so football, you really don't have very limited choices, either, either the NFL or the CFL, Canadian Football League, or Arena Football or something like that. So you have very limited options. Basketball, at least you have professional overseas. You can make money, stuff like that, if you don't make it pro in the NBA. What I'm trying to say is you got all these guys on the roster, 55 guys on the roster trying to make it one roster spot in the NFL for their respective position. The HBCUs have a very difficult time with that pathway getting guys to the pros. What do you think? What do you think it takes to change that? But here's my thing, and this is I mentioned this earlier. I don't think that's something that should be focused on for them. That's the problem with the black community now. Only way we can make it is with sports. So if I'm going to an HBCU, right, I go to Shaw. I know goodness damn well the chances of me getting the league are slim as fuck, no matter how good I am, mm-hmm. because I'm not gonna get that much view. I'm not gonna get that much exposure. Mm-hmm. It don't matter about my talents; the exposure isn't there. So if I'm going to show, I'm probably gonna major in something that I can take serious. I'm the. I think most of the athletes that go to HBCU, especially on a football team, they go there to get their school paid for. They don't go there to make it in the league because they know the chances are are even more slim than it is if they went to fucking uh, 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 Georgia or or Alabama. So realistically, they say to themselves, "I like I don't think I, I can't see any coach at St. Old Locker Room saying, hey, guys, if you want to make it in the league, nah, that's not the emphasis." Because <laughs> they know it's not that. It's not. It's not. The chances are probably less than one percent. So those kids need to be able to focus on the academics. They don't go saying, I'm going to make it in the league. They don't go, you know, everybody got highlight reels and all this shit. Shit, when I was at Central half the football team, I didn't even know who the fuck they was. They were just regular students, except the big ones. Mm-hmm. So those, those higher caliber schools, the only reason they're higher caliber is so they get more exposure. Only reason they get more exposure because they they produce more money. So I don't think they, the, the, for me it's not like let's fix where these black kids got a bigger shot to get in the NFL. I think that's selling the wrong dream. If, if anything, I would say Dion should have went to another division, got them some some accolades, so that way the the excitement is there. The 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 ticket sales are there, the participation, you know, motherfuckers walking around with Jackson State sweatshirts and shit like they used to do back in the day with HBCU sweats. More more kids coming out of high school wanting to go there. You yeah, because it's cool. And I can get a and I can get a scholarship to pay for my school. Not because I got a chance to go to the league. So do you think that you think that it changed anything on the on the morale based on campus? You think it changed anything with the student base? You think it changed anything that he left? 
because the person that took over is is T.C. Taylor. He took over. So right now, my question is, I mean, Ed Reed tried to take the job. And he's a pro. He's a Hall of Famer. I mean, he tried to take the position. So he left it in good hands. But T.C. TC took the position. But I'm asking, do you think the school is in better shape now than they were before he came? I don't know. I, I would say no. So you would say no. Yep. I would so, say. So I would say. I mean, I wouldn't say no for the simple fact their ticket sales went up from the previous season, so that alone brought some good revenue in. Um. I mean, there's still a, a discussed topic, so that's a good thing. The, but for me, the, the bigger picture is not just Jackson State, it's the HBCU itself. So for me, it's if I'm one of those parents and I'm like, well, I want my child to be a, a, a professional athlete or whatever. And my child is like, well, I'm thinking about going to Jack, going, not Jackson State, to going to, uh, uh, Elizabeth City, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no, 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 scratch that. You need to be looking at Duke. Because Duke is where you're going to get exposed. Look, look what Dion did. Dion, he couldn't, he had to take his son up out of there. You ain't going to get seen there. Hmm. So it's, it's distorting that picture of what it means and what it's going to take to succeed. In order to succeed, first of all, your only chance, your only goal should be to get in the NFL, which is ludicrous and I think black people are the only ones who have those type of ambitions overall, like as a culture. I ain't never heard no Asians talking about being professional sports players. I think I, I, I disagree with you, man, because they, they choose to be professional sports players in the respect of sports they play. Like I know for a fact, people who are white, they want their kid who, if their son plays baseball, they want him to play either a college baseball or B if he's good enough, go to the next level and play major league baseball. They're not so so it's not like everybody's black is saying my son is going to get me out of the hood. He's going to make my my living living situation better. I think that narrative is has been around for too long cuz a lot of the people I know they're pretty well off. Like most of the people I know who play sports even in the city in the triad area, Greensboro, Charlotte, the metroplex in that area, they're pretty well off, bro. Like you need to see the cars they drive and the houses they have. They're not hurting for money. I ain't saying they I ain't saying it's a big ticket out the hood. No, no, you said that initially, like in a black culture, like we're pushing that narrative, like this is the only yeah. way you can be this is the only way you can be successful in life. No, what I'm telling you is if my kid can go play ball overseas and make whatever money he can make overseas for the next 10 years, bank that tax free, you come back home at age 30, go make go go work a regular job. Go go work in your respectful field that you graduated with. What's wrong with that? I'm not telling him that he's got a Oh, this is your only ticket to get to school. No, your only ticket is your grades. Your grades need to be good. You need to have a high GPA. I just think the narrative, man, is shifted. It's not what you think it is. People are not looking at football or basketball as a ticket out of the hood. There's, yeah. there's, some, there's some people, dude, it's not a lot of them, though, man. It's really not. It's not a lot of them. I would say it is. Because when I go to these tournaments, Wayne, when I go to these AAU tournaments, the cars are nice as hell. It's all you see is Mercedes, Tesla, BMW, Range Rovers. I mean, I ain't trying to be funny, but that's because you're going to private type of tournaments. 
No, nah, these are these are big tournaments, but it, it doesn't matter. Like I would love for y'all to go up and see y'all can experience this one time. Just to see what it's like. Uh -huh. the, the culture has shifted. Like people are paying more money than they ever did before with training. Like, man, nobody's paying you $75 for training. satellite all right fellas yeah. all right uh, good night bro. Yeah. take it easy bro all right all right